Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Everyone and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host Juliette Lamar, and joining us today is Jay Seegers. He is the CEO at MapFit. Welcome, Jay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, why don't you give our listeners a little insight into MapFit, which is your company? Uh, tell us what you do over there. So, at MapFit, we uh, we provide uh, real-time accurate. Uh, well-structured maps to power the next generation of uh, applications. So we're effectively a, a mapping company, um, and we were founded three years ago. Um, and, and the genesis of the company is really thinking about all the future applications that are being built and future technologies that are being developed at the moment and the level of, of mapping and accuracy that they require um, to to fulfill their purpose, right? And that, that made us... Uh, Kind of evaluate what current mapping technologies um, are able to deliver, and, and the the additional level of, of detail and granularity in real time updates that are that are required, and, and how we uh, how we can how we can build that platform. Very cool. So there's a couple of app, uh, map apps and mapping technologies out there that a lot of people are familiar with. Uh, what really sets MapFit apart from you know say the Google Maps of the of the world? Yeah. So in, in order to go and, and, and satisfy that, that, that long-term vision, right, and that, that level of accuracy, um, we, we basically have rebuilt um, how mapping data is, is aggregated and, and processed from all the way from the ground up. So we effectively ingest mapping data from thousands of, of different uh, data sources. Um, so this could be open source data, um, data from municipalities, or commercial data sets. And to go in and, and process this and, and create a, a, you know, a map that is structured at an atom level, right? Like the, the atom level of a map um, in, in such a way that, that it can be accessed by devices uh, rather than consumed by humans visually um, or so on. So the, the APIs that we um, expose on top of our data platform effectively allows access to way more granular pieces of a, of a, a map. And another a uh, challenge, a like big challenge that we've um, had to overcome over the last couple of years is really from a data science perspective, how to ingest this, you know, billions of, of, of mapping data points and, and really have a semantic understanding of geo, geospatial data as we kind of build out that data set. So a, a road will, will know how it relates to a building structure, right, and addresses will also kind of relate, like know how they relate to that road and the building that they're that are um, uh, close to, and it's been a, it's been a pretty uh, interesting challenge to, to tackle. I can imagine. And, you know, I'm looking at your website, and I, I see right here the Navigate Door-to-Door. This is one of my pet peeves about using a navigation service, is you're going along, and it gets you to a place, and it's like, you have arrived. And I look at it, and I'm thinking, well, how do I get in? Where's the door? Or, you know, it tells you, and it's just this building, and so maybe you don't you don't think you're at the right spot. Um, with your app, it would it would be a little bit more intricate, right? 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, ultimately, what I was talking about before is, is kind of the um, the underlying technology, right? And, and how we how we solve certain um, use cases. This is one particular use case that I think everybody, uh, people that have been in the mapping industry for a long time, but also consumers, right? And, and um, everybody kind of uh, in, encounters this on on pretty much a daily basis. How like the last hundred feet is really something that we still kind of have to figure out ourselves, and especially as it uh, as it relates to kind of door to door navigation or whether delivery. Um, that's that's where it often will will be, be somewhat of a pain point, and and that's one of those those problems um, that that we that we identified early on, right? Even as we were looking at this this kind of broader challenge as like a near term. Um, user experience kind of like problem and, and challenge that could be addressed and, and, and fixed. And that's effectively, uh, as you pointed out, and it's just, you know, it's just pretty visual uh, on our, on our website. That's like a, a, a near term end product and benefit, if you like, of, uh, of, of the MapKit platform and what it's able to do with, uh, with, you know, all the data and ingest and its structures and restructures. And it's also from a, from a business perspective, that is where we're also working with a um, a number of companies, uh, specifically in the on the whole on-demand economy uh, industry, right? So things ride-sharing and and um, food delivery and so on, where that last hundred feet, either on the pickup, the first hundred feet, I guess, in that point, um, or on the drop-off, uh, can be made a lot more seamless um, by by having that doorway accuracy. And I guess what what is the process of of implementing that fit into into your world? Um, you know, is it hard to navigate to migrate things over? What's required, et cetera? Um, so we, we provide a a set of, of developer APIs, SDKs and APIs. So the, the SDKs will will allow you to actually render uh, our our maps, right? Like typically referred to as map tiles. Um, so that that allows you to display a map. And the, the other APIs, for example, or geocoding API or directions API will allow a, a company to, to, to go and, and um, have a starting point and, you know, midpoint or waypoint as well, uh, leading to an actual destination and to go and overlay in this way uh, on, on a map. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty uh, seamless and uh, easy to use for developer friendly, I guess I should say. Very cool. And, as far as pricing goes, tell us a little bit about the pricing model that you have. Well, we have two pricing plans um, at, at, on, at the moment on our, on our website. We have a, a growth plan and a scale plan. So growth plan is, is really for, for small companies and, and small applications. Uh, it has a lower uh, limit in terms of um, included um, API requests. And then we have a scale plan, which is aimed at mid-size uh, companies. Um, which which includes a a larger number of, of, of API requests. We we do provide unlimited map queues under each plan, and that's just that's just kind of because we believe that, that, that that's another constraint that we want to put on um on the on developers uh, effectively, and then like the, the the actual API requests that are made on each map queue uh, has ultimately set the the pricing. So it is a it is a limit like or a certain amount of volume that's included, and obviously if, if the developer goes over that volume, then they can charge by every thousand thousand plus. So the growth plan starts at fifty dollars, and the scale plan 
uh, is uh, roughly like fifteen hundred bucks. So thirty nine and thirteen ninety nine to be exact. Absolutely. So, also, uh, what type of coverage do you have for your global coverage? Is it, you know, are you missing any countries? Is it, is it pretty much cohesive? So, we provide global coverage. Um, in terms of like the fidelity and, and, and the, the detail of our map, that, that is really something we have to develop country by country. Uh, we currently provide this in the United States and in Germany, and it's also where our proactive uh, business development efforts are, are focused. Um, and that's just a matter of, of building out a comprehensive set of data sources for every market. So our current, uh, our current plan is to first complete like development of, of uh, Northern North America uh, and following that, like expand to more markets in, in, in Europe. But from a, from a base map perspective and a geocoding perspective, we can provide um, those services like on, on a global basis, but we won't have necessarily the same level of doorway accuracy uh, that we can provide in the United States and Germany. And give us a little bit of insight into your background. How did you come to being the CEO at MapFit and what is your background in this area? So I, I've i been an, an early investor in the company and a, and a, and a board member uh, at the company for um, two and a half years. So this, I, I actually more recently joined as their CEO. Um, my background lies in, in startups over the last uh, 20 years. And as the name might indicate, I'm, I'm, I'm from Belgium originally. Uh, I was born and raised there. I studied there. I uh, started my first company as I was uh, going through university, my first startup. And then subsequently ended up moving to London um, and been very active in, in the startup scene there, started a number of companies and, and about seven years ago started actively investing uh, in startups as well. And that's actually how I ended up at Muffet. Um as an investor, an early investor and board member, and then subsequently uh, joining the CEO. Fantastic. So working in this specific area, what are... What are some of the, the places that you want to go with it? You know, what are, what are the next three to five years looking like for MapFit? So what we, like, it's, I think it's actually helpful to get some context on, on what we've been working on the, the, the past couple of years to, to, to help explain um, where, we're, where we're headed. So as I mentioned earlier, we've been very focused on um, effectively ingesting, aggregating, ingesting, and, and structuring um, static mapping data, right? So this is data, like the city of New York, for example, might release a, an update to the, the mapping data they provide, that they publicly provide um, every couple of months, right? So as soon as the data becomes available, we will grab a copy of it and just it into our platform and then also make it available to, to our developers. That's pretty much how um, mapping platforms today and, and mapping in general uh, today for, for most use cases works. and. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of attention nowadays on, on everything around with autonomous vehicles and and the 3D mapping and HD mapping that comes with that. So for us, uh, the the next couple of years really is is about evolving our platform so it can start taking in some of that new telemetry and sensor data that is going to be collected more and more on a, on a daily basis by a growing fleet of of devices. So we're working with a couple of partners on this, but there's there's so many companies, right? There's 
probably over 100 companies today that are working on some 3D or HD mapping um, efforts of sorts. And they're all producing mapping data and, and ultimately mapping data that, uh, that should be, that should be made available, uh, to people over time. And, you know, you can't go and create a map of the entire world, but you can create higher fidelity in certain areas where some of this, uh, computer vision and, and, and 3D, uh, mapping, uh, work is, is being performed, being carried out. And you working in this space for, for the amount of time you have, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned? I think, yeah, the, the, the biggest lesson that we've learned is how, um, how badly structured a lot of data is today, the existing data that, that, that exists. And then also uh, going forward, like the, the need there is for a certain degree of standardization of, of new data that is being collected. Right. But like if we focus on what's been learned, you know, to date, it, it's really, um, accessing and, and, and using, yeah, like so many different sources of, of, of mapping data, which ultimately were originally created for the physical maps, right? That, that people used to hold in their hands, uh, decades ago at this point, right? Um, but like how, how, um, yeah, how badly structured that, that data is in a digital sense today. And, and it's actually that we, we really have to create a, uh, a pretty, a pretty unique uh, data state science capability on our end to actually go and, and take it all in and validate the data, uh, correct the data in certain cases, and really have this kind of geospatial uh, semantic understanding uh, when 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 ingesting data. And that's been that's been a lot more challenging than we uh, than we originally expected. So, if people want to get started with using that fit and they want to start implementing your service. What is the best way to go about that, and what will they need? So, effectively, going to mapfit.com, uh, on mapfit.com, you can, you can sign up for any one of our plans. There's also a, a, a free development key for, for non-commercial um, um, use cases or, or for, for testing. Um, and Mapfit integrates with every type of, of popular um, application uh, today. So, we have an iOS SDK, we have a Android SDK and you have a JavaScript SDK for web uh, applications. So ultimately, all you need is to sign up for a key and, you know, through our documentation, you can see all sorts of examples of, of how you can get started and, and how you can implement certain mapping experiences uh, using our, our tools and our platform. And if people want to follow your journey and they want to learn more about, about what you're doing over there, do you have any social media that people can follow or is the website the best point of contact? Yeah, the, I mean, the website, we're, we're not that active yet. Like, actually, for, for context there as well, like, the company was in sales for uh, a number of years, and it's only been in June that we've, uh, we've kind of announced ourselves uh, to the world, and, and we're kind of still ramping up on, on the marketing side. So the website, we have a, we have a blog link on the website as well where uh, we occasionally post. Uh, we've got a, a pretty uh, cool blog post that our director of product uh, wrote last week about the, the internet of delivering things and kind of talking specifically about like um, yeah how this whole like on-demand economy is going to evolve and, and how mapping fits into that so that's uh, the blog would be a some based on medium that can be found on our website is a good place to kind of follow our, our, our thoughts and what we're, what we're working on fantastic and the website is mapfit.com 
Jay, thank you so much yeah. for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast and, and sharing this, this awesome new technology and a, and a new way to look at how we're viewing mapping. Perfect. Thanks so much for having me. That is Jay Seegers. He is the CEO at MapFit. Again, their website is mapfit.com. This has been Juliet Lamar for Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.